Hi, and welcome to My Tech Sense. My name is Jessica Alegria. On today's podcast, we will be discussing transitioning from a student to a full-time employee with a recent graduate. DLCP Group is a woman and minority-owned company with a focus on implementing, migrating, hosting, and managing business solutions on AWS. I would love to introduce our guest for today, Awais Ahmed. Uh, hi, Awais. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, I'm so excited to have you on our podcast today. Can you tell us a little, our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, my name is Zoe Sambad. I just graduated from the University of Houston with a bachelor's in computer science. Uh, I'm in Houston, Texas, and I'm a software engineer. Awesome. That's exciting. Uh, so you mentioned you graduated with a degree in computer science. What were your what were those four years like for you? Um, they were very interesting. The first two years versus the last two years are completely different. Mm -hmm. um, when you first start learning about CS and computer science, it starts out pretty basic and laid out versus when you get to more advanced classes, um, you don't see most of what you end up learning in probably two and a half of those years in the real world, you know, like versus actually going and working in your first internship. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different experience. Um, so that's one reason I actually think it's really important to get an internship or just mm -hmm. real world experience as soon as you can, because a lot of students might start with computer science and think, oh, like, I don't enjoy the work or something or, mm -hmm. you know, it's really boring. But versus when you're actually in the field, it's a completely different type of work. OK, that's cool to know. Um, so how did how do you feel this prepared you for the working world? Um, the degree itself was definitely a lot of foundational skills that you need, such as just understanding the mindset, because like I said, you don't actually use the information itself that you learn, because a lot of it is taken care of for you just with more recent technology. But those like mentalities and workflows and all that stuff uh, definitely comes in handy and helps you in the real world. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that it's different from actually going to school and learning about computer science versus applying your techniques to the real world. So what exactly do you mean by that? Like, it's not like you don't think it's boring. Is it because you're you're feeling part of something different, new, developing? Or what is it that makes it more exciting than just reading about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, like I said, uh, so basically when you're in school, uh, I hear from a lot of, um, you know, my peers and stuff like, oh, like, I can never do computer science. It's so boring. I, you know, I hear you don't have a social life and stuff like that. And I guess it's true, like the the boring part, it can definitely get a little mundane. But that compared to if you're working on your own personal projects or working an internship or working full time, um, you do get to be a part of something a lot bigger and you get to work with like new technology that does a lot of really powerful things. And it's a lot more exciting than when you're just in school and creating really basic small programs. Um, and also back to the social life thing, I feel like a lot of people um, in CS actually do have uh, plenty of free time to do other things. Uh, it just depends on how you kind of structure out your, your projects for school and stuff like that. Okay. So how did you land your first internship? Uh, my first internship, I was actually lucky enough to land through a career fair. So I ended up going in person and meeting some of the um, hiring managers and stuff like that mm -hmm. and networking in person. It helps a lot because 
um, when you're just applying online, it's kind of like you're just sending your resume into, you know, you don't you don't know where it's going when the you click unknown. that submit button. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so it just um, helps a lot to network. Uh, so what I did was I went to a career fair because at the time I didn't know. But another really clever thing you can do is DM people that are your alumni that went to the same like university as you Ooh. on LinkedIn and tell them, hey, like, you know, I'm from the University of Houston. I'm a CS major. Do you have any advice for me? I'm looking, uh, you know, like to get into this career. I'm trying to break through into like some experience. Uh, how do I go about that? And stuff like that will help you even more. But I didn't know about that at the time. So the yeah. way I did it was, yeah, going to my first career fair, uh, meeting a lot of, you know, whether it was HR people or just um, mm -hmm. managers or whoever, uh, it helps a lot because when they see you in person, when they interact with you, they remember you. Yes, I do find that like I'm better in person than I am on paper. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like when people get to know me, it's just so much easier um, to see my potential than me trying to, I guess, create it because then I just blend in with everybody else. <laughs> right, um, right. So I love that advice you just gave us. And that actually brings me to my next question. Do you have any additional advice for students looking for internships or full time work? Um, the biggest thing is definitely to uh, network. That's my biggest piece of advice for students. Mm -hmm. And my second piece of advice would be, uh, especially for people in computer science, is to 100% you want to create personal projects to really boost your resume. Because everyone ends up you know, having a similar resume in terms of the classes you take. But okay. by being able to have personal projects, you, you're showing like you're taking that extra step and you have relevant work experience because um, if you create a project with, for example, APIs or AWS or stuff like that, then that's really relevant to what you're going to be doing in the workplace. Uh, a lot of, you know, software engineering mm -hmm. uh, comes with working with APIs, working on your own and stuff like that versus if you just have your school projects, that's typically a lot simpler and won't stand out as much. Okay, that's great advice. I never considered having your own, your own personal projects as part of, you know, to show your ambition and that also too that you know you know what you know how to apply what you learn into something. Um, right. I did find that like which is interesting because before I uh, when I had my resume out, I at the time I didn't add that I was a portrait photographer and mm -hmm. that I had my own business. Um, but then when I did, I received more interest just because um i think they were able to physically see my like my work and what i do and that i have ambition and and that i'm not just sitting around looking for a job like i'm really trying to do something more and, yeah exactly yeah so i think like that's great advice to have your own personal projects and, and in order to shine and to show that you know you are passionate about what you do yeah yeah exactly because um that's the other thing i'll say uh you brought mm -hmm. up a really good point which is um having your portfolio like linked to your resume so they can see your work mm -hmm. uh, for cs students that's github a lot of people um, might not know but you should definitely have a github account which is basically where you upload your your work your programs and stuff so that's basically a portfolio um, oh, okay. i guess for you was it more of a website or yes for me it was my actual photography website okay nice nice yeah um so what was it what was your transition into work the, in the working world like um into the working world well it, it's been very different 
uh, it is nice because you're kind of limited to your, you know, maybe nine to five hours, but you know, you work overtime or something, but it's, uh, it's really different from being a student where you have classes all day and then you're doing homework and stuff or projects all night. And then, you know, you're repeating that type of mindset, but at the same time, it's really similar because uh, you're still learning constantly, like technology is constantly changing. So you're still going to be up studying or, you know, like trying to learn and keep up with things as much as you can. And the biggest difference is probably prioritization within studying, because mm -hmm. when you're in school, uh, your professors kind of tell you like, you know, okay, go learn about this algorithm, uh, you know, like learn the differences between these mm -hmm. uh, type of things, like learn how to like read files in Python. But in the real world, you're going to find all this documentation when you're trying to learn about Python on your own. And, you know, like all these languages are just so vast and deep mm -hmm. that you have to kind of be selective with what you're learning and what you're uh, learning about. Because if you just try to learn it all, it's, you know, you could spend years on it. Um, yeah, that's a great point. I think it's so easy. Um, like for me, I the way I'm relating to this is that in photography, like you can be an expert at every single genre, but you won't be an an actual expert yeah <laughs> like mm -hmm. you can get lost in all the different subcategories but um like if you do that you're just kind of not really dedicating your time to something you really enjoy you're just just wandering around uh, so i did find that like at first it's great you know because you're you're learning you're a student but then after a while you realize that like okay like what is something i want to do you know like i don't want to just take any project <laughs> and like i want to do what i'm passionate about and i think that's that's kind of like what you're seeing there that in your sense is more like studying and not getting lost in other categories that don't apply to what you need to focus on. Exactly. Um, and so I, I also wanted to bring up that I love that you brought up um, that like I, when you mentioned about like GitHub and like your professor would tell you what to read up on. Um, so I think that touches a lot on like, do you have like a like a group or a support team that basically ha has computer science knowledge and that you can basically keep up with the latest articles and y'all share information do you have that support group is that like something you recommend for everybody to look out for oh um that's a good point uh well i don't have a support support group per se mm -hmm. but when you're in college um and when you're working your internships the two things i would say is in college definitely make friends within your major because um you it's it's really relevant that when you have friends that are in the same major as you and they're working on the same projects it really helps to study with them when you're in the same classes and mm -hmm. on top of that they'll probably you know save you every now and then if you uh you know forget you have an exam one day and they're just talking about it they'll remind you and um just stuff like that because i think when i first started cs i was a little more shy so i just had whatever friends i had from uh like you know the business school and stuff like that mm -hmm. but i ended up joining like you know cougar cs which is um university of houston's like computer science club and there i met like a lot more people that were you know had the same interests as me as far as programming went and they helped me like when i needed help and i would help other students when they needed help uh you know with their like assignments or just understanding the like coursework mm -hmm. stuff like that and going back to your point about like a support team the other thing I would say is when you work your first internship, mm -hmm. definitely try to find someone who is a mentor for you. Um, they don't, you know, you don't have to hold their hand, but 
-hmm. just overall through the years, just keep in touch with them and get advice from them, you know, whatever you're wondering about the industry and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't know who they know at other companies and stuff like that too. Like yes. you'd be surprised how, <laughs> um, how uh, connected corporate America is. Like yes. just, just everyone knows everyone at some company is crazy. So it's really valuable to find a mentor, uh, you know, whether that's your manager or just a coworker while you're doing your internship mm -hmm. and key and maintaining a relationship with them. Yes. Uh, one thing that I, I love that you said that um, about, you know, you're still keeping in touch with your uh, somebody you consider a mentor and, you know, you're still establishing those relationships and just building that good rapport with people. I think it's so important um, just because like, I remember uh, when I used to work to, with the previous company, they, one of one of our, I guess, like general managers would always say, you never know who is going to be your boss. Don't burn <laughs> your bridges. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and it was funny because at the time we had like a regular administrator manager, and then he became the VP of the company. And we were oh. all, all, sorry, the president. And we were all blown away because we never even considered him in the running. Wow. Uh, so that was just like such a valuable lesson for me. Like, so like, obviously you never want to burn a bridge because you never know uh, when you're going to run into them again or when they they could like, oh, you know, this guy, uh, you know, like what what do you think about him? How did you work with them? You know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think that's that's great. Like, I just want to emphasize that building that rapport and that relationship. And, and I love that you're saying, you know, like, go to clubs, go to people that share your same interests and that are passionate about it. Um, I think like at the end of the day, like everybody wants to like be helpful, you know, at least the yeah. communities do, you know, they want to help and watch you grow. And, you know, they're hoping that you do the same for them. Like everybody's there to help each other. Yeah, um, yeah. So I feel like you touched on a lot of great tips and points, but, you know, do you have any other tips for the current um, CS students? Um. Any more tips for CS students? Well, specifically um, looking for kind of full-time worker internships, then I would mm -hmm. say the biggest thing is networking. Um, when you are a student, I would say the one thing that's made the most impact on my life was kind of getting in this mentality of, it was a book I read called um, Atomic Habits. And mm -hmm. basically it kind of says that you can make your life a lot easier for yourself if you create good habits such as like studying or doing your work um, and when it's a habit it becomes so easy that you don't think about it you just do it yes. kind of like how you wake up and you brush your teeth every day you mm -hmm. know you don't you don't debate with yourself like you know like should yeah. I go should I brush my teeth today or it's just effortlessly and you don't even think about it you just do it it's muscle yeah. memory and you, and I found out you can do the same thing with anything else like you can do mm -hmm. that with studying like sitting down at your desk and reading for an hour whatever it is so build good habits as early as you can in your college career because mm -hmm. it'll pay off tremendously you know you could have bad habits where you're like no i'm gonna be on my phone for a while and stuff mm -hmm. which there's nothing wrong with but you know like if you're doing it too much to the point where you're not studying and you know procrastinating and stuff procrastinating is well, probably one of the worst habits that i had um early yeah. on so yeah that's probably my biggest piece of advice okay like chills Okay, I love that you brought up that point about atomic habits and that creating habits is the best way to, you know, just establish a good learning pattern and like a good studying. The reason I'm like, I have chilled is because that is something as silly as it sounds, that is something I just recently 
recently was brought up to my attention because I did go through depression. And when, I don't know if you know this, I just learned this. When you go through depression, basically like everything that you used to do automatic now is feeling it. Like, you know, you don't, you start thinking about everything and contemplating everything. And like, it, it becomes this, these tasks that have subtasks instead of something automatic. And um, so one of the things my therapist recently said is she says, stop feeling about it and just say, I think, and you will do it. So it's kind of the same way of, it's a different way of thinking about creating a habit. So now instead of saying, oh, I don't know if I feel like washing the clothes today, I change it to, I think I'm gonna wash the clothes today. And I, so I'm no longer giving myself a choice whether I'm feeling like doing something, I just have to do it. And so I feel like it's the same thing of what you're saying, like habits, cause that is a habit. So instead of like contemplating every decision every single day, that is just something I automatically will do. So I think that's great advice just in life period. Um, I feel like, I think it's awesome that you learned it so young. <laughs> I'm, I learned it at an older, older age, but yeah, like definitely that habit building is, is amazing. Like it's such a great little like trick to learn, you know, like you don't even think about it anymore. You just do it. Right, right. Well, yeah, it's not silly at all that you learned it now. It's it's just good yeah. that you learned it. Um, yeah. And yeah, that, that, that's really nice of your therapist. That's really good advice, actually. I'm glad you're doing better now. Oh, thank that, you. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I'm like, sometimes I feel like people are like worried about me, but I'm very open about my mental health in general. Uh, just because I feel like I, I like, I felt like nobody would talk to me about it. And then when I started opening about it, so many people reached out to me and said that they related to it. So I'm very, that's why I'm very comfortable about speaking about right. it. Right, that's, that's um, good. Just because I feel like, uh, you know, like if, I don't know, I like if I can help one person, my life is complete. <laughs> right, all I right. feel the same. Yeah. So, all right, well, I'd like to thank you again, Oase, for sharing your story and answering your questions. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about DLCP, please reach out to us by visiting dlcpgroup.com and send me a quick note asking for a follow-up. Again, this has been Jessica Alegria with Always Ahmed on my Tech Sense podcast saying have a great rest of your day.